welcome to Lane's Kitchen Table. I'm so honored to have you here with us today. And this is where we inspire, equip, and empower women and moms through lessons learned off the kitchen table about business, parenting, and life so that we can become that person we want our children to grow up to be. Now, these lessons come from experiences that are personal and passed on to us from those we admire. And they're lessons that we learn in our craziness in business and in parenting. And I am so honored to have our guest with us today. She is a go-getter, an inventor, um, a person who created a product out of need and necessity and made it into a business. Today we have with us an incredible woman and I, I can't wait to share her with you. Right now with us is Mary Picaro. And she is incredible. She created a product that I'm going to let her tell you about, but she is the owner, founder, and patent owner of Cuddle Cloth. Mary, I'm so honored to have you here with us today. Welcome. Thank you, Elaine. I'm so honored to be um, asked to join you here. And you are coming all the way from Florida, beautiful Florida. How's the weather today? Um, it's muggy today, but normally it's beautiful uh, this time of year. Yes, I, I, don't think, I don't think there is a bad day in sunny Florida. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to um, ask you, uh, if you could tell us in, in one sentence, what is your product? My product is Cuddle Cloth. It's a bath towel designed for baby's safety and mom's convenience. Love it. Love it. And I will have your website in our show notes. But right now, if you want to tell people where they could find you, what is your website? My website is cuddlecloth.com, C-U-D-D-L-E-C-L-O-T-H.com. Um, and you can see videos and pictures of our products. I, I, I'm so excited for people to find your product because it's such a great creation. Now, I, I have to ask you, a lot of people think that successful business owners had an easy road to where they are today. And I would love for you to give a reality check of, of sharing how hard it is to be an entrepreneur, that there are challenges. And could you think of one of, this is a hard question, but a worse experience that you've had along your journey and what you discovered in that experience? Um, yes, Elaine, as you know me, um, I am pretty open about my feelings, and loneliness is probably the, the worst part um, of being an entrepreneur because I don't get to bounce ideas off of other people. I am very much a social person. I really enjoy being around people. I love parties. Um, so the loneliness is probably the worst part, and I don't have anyone to, 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 um, to say, am I getting off track? Am I, what do you think? Do you think I'm, you know, no one to really kind of correct me and bring me back to this is stupid, Mary, or this is great. Um, I, I, <laughs> I uh, sometimes find that I can go either way, um, and, but I've discovered a lot about myself. Because I am creative, um, and I have, uh, uh, I guess the love of learning is the basis of what, um, I like to discover things and learn. 
Um, and I, I also found that I have the strength. I persevere through everything. And sometimes I am a nag <laughs> because, I'm, you know, moms are nags sometimes. But the perseverance is the thing that really is getting me through this because good or bad, I keep on going. I might, you know, feel bad about something that happened and like my wounds, but I, I somehow figure out how to go back to what I'm doing, as long as I know it's a good thing, which I believe Cuddlecloth is, um, and figure out how to approach it in a different way. I, I think what you shared is absolutely bang on and so, so right when you say that loneliness is, is, is a problem um, that many, many, many entrepreneurs face. We, a lot of people feel, especially women entrepreneurs, feel like they're doing this by themselves because there is no one else doing what they're doing, especially if they're doing it as a home-based business and they have no one else to bounce those ideas off of. And, and that's where I love how I met you through social media. And there are so many avenues for women to connect, uh, whether it's through different groups, um, in person, like I run something called Vancouver Mompreneurs here as part of Mompreneurs Canada. And how we met, being in different countries was over a Facebook group of, of mom inventors called Mom Pact. Mm -hmm. And and I love that group. That was probably one of my saving graces when I first started out because there was no one else that I thought who was in the same boat as me creating something mm -hmm. with no business background and all of a sudden you are a manufacturer, a distributor, a shipper, a marketer, uh, your receivables, payables, and it's it's insane. It's hard. It, it's very it hard. It is hard. And you know how many times I've come to that Facebook group at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so true. And it, there's only this. There's only what a hundred less than a hundred people who really get it. Um, and we feel open enough to share this kind of um, heart. Yes, and and. And to have that, that, that raw honesty of this is hard and, and to have someone, when you write that post saying, this is my challenge, am I crazy? And then poof, 23 people say, you are not crazy. I'm feeling <laughs> that way too. Yes. It's really very, very helpful to um, be able to even ask um, standard questions about what should I do about this or what do you think? Um, which we don't, there, no one really knows unless you get involved with um, actually manufacturing and trying to figure out how, what a packaging um, product's supposed to look like. Absolutely. When I, uh, I, when I licensed Easy Daisies to a company in the U.S., they, they were just floored. They kept asking me, you don't have a marketing team? You don't have a production <laughs> team? You've been doing this all by yourself? Yes. <laughs> and I mean, by the grace of God and, and a, an amazing, wonderful spouse that I have that supports me and is, is my partner in every way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you touched on those other points of how you survive and what you've learned from your experience is that you have a love for learning. Mm -hmm. And that love for learning and that perseverance that does take you through every situation that it keeps does. you going so you do not give up because you have a great idea. So thank thank you. you. Thank you so much. Now I have to ask you then, with all this craziness that we just talked about, what was it that made you want to start your business, Mary? Well, 
Um, like I said, I'm a persevering person. So, I, and I'm an older mom. Um, in fact, I'm a grandmother now. My um, when my baby Patrick was born, I had a fear of dropping him when I was bathing him, and my um, husband was out of town. So, and I we we were transferred um, to this town, so we didn't have family, and I was so afraid that. Um, I had to bathe him back then. The tubs weren't contoured and they didn't have little slings or anything. Um, but I had to carry, hold his little head and carry him over the porcelain tub and put him on. And we lived in Kentucky at the time um, on the uh, a towel on the floor. And it just, it was awful. I hated it. So I, I made something with Velcro at the time, and, but I couldn't take it off me. And um, I couldn't figure out how to, was happy with it. So years later, my nephew was, uh, when he was born, I started thinking about that fear of, again, and um, at that time I was in real estate and I had a little extra money. My children were out of college because it wasn't going to take money out of my family household for something that may or may not work. So I started looking into patenting and um, talk to people about it, and they had me go through some um, different embodiments. That's what they call. Um, so I was in the embodiment phase of the patenting process to, to have them write the patent for me. And I found that when I folded this, uh, did a certain thing and put the tab through the, the what I call the hood at the top of the towel, it would come off me easily and I could cover the baby. And that was basically um, when I decided I didn't. So it was a, a good 20, 25 well, he's 34, oh wait, 30 years almost, before I actually figured out what to do. And when I figured it out, it was one piece. And I know simple is better. And in sewing, because I'm a sewer, I've always sewn, um, that it, it was, you know, less expensive to make and so on and so forth. So that was pretty much my, um, my uh, thinking when I would start the business. I figured it out. You, you solved a problem, and, and mm -hmm. now you use that to bathe and dry your grandson. Now I do, Brando. It, it's so fun. But now I'm finding that um, I'm, I listen to people, too, because I'm hearing, okay, well, how does it work? People don't want to take the time. In fact, when my daughter gave birth, I started looking at all these other products and thinking, oh, my God, it, I understand why people – aren't able to focus long enough to figure out how to use cuddle cloth because they're bombarded with all kinds of things. And how do you, how does this work? How does this work? And you're overwhelmed anyway. So I had, I feel like I got a really good insight into how, what new moms think and how they feel. Now, Mary, when, when our listeners are wondering what it is that they need to start their own business, what would you say are the top three must-haves for that person to have? Like, what is there a certain qualities that they need to have in order to be an entrepreneur? What would um, you say? I would think that you really have to have a passion for what you are doing, no matter what it is, even if it's um, no matter what you do. Um, that makes you effective. Um, also, perseverance. I think we touched on that a little bit. Um, in the second question that 
you have to persevere and you also have to have a willingness to change and grow and you can't be stagnant and you can't be in love with what you're doing if it's not working. And I guess those are the things that I would think um, would be my, for my must-haves. And I, I agree because without passion and perseverance and, and being able to adapt to change, mm -hmm. a business can't survive because that is the fuel, I believe, that backs up an entrepreneur is that perseverance, the passion, and, and the willingness to learn and grow out of yes. our comfort zone. Right. And That's really true. My question then is, now you talked about patenting. What, mm -hmm. what was it that made you want to patent your product? Um, well, I started thinking if I'm going to produce this, I'm going to see if it's been made before and um, went to a patent attorney just to see. First thing he said was, oh, my God, I just bathed my pet and I would buy your product. Um, and, but it wasn't perfected. It wasn't what cuddlecloth is now. Um, and so I started working on embodiments. Um, the patent pending process was good because although uh, I knew that you could get knocked off pretty easily, and I figured if I'm going to put this kind of time and effort into it, I, I need some kind of protection. Um, and it, it just, it was... I guess um, I guess it was a validation almost more than anything uh, for me. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I have three patents now, um, all in the cuddlecloth realm, and they're called a continuation. And you start um, – I have a wonderful patent attorney in Broward County who has been very supportive. She used to teach at the University of Miami, and she – basically teaches me about patenting so I understand it well enough to know um, what's going on. That's fabulous, fabulous. And I love that you pointed out that, you know, when you have a great idea, you need to see if it exists already, if someone else created it already. Mm -hmm. And that's always my point when people ask me, oh, well, I have this great idea, Elaine, what do I do with it? I always ask them, like, you know, that's fabulous but if it's a great idea it might exist already it usually does and nothing wrong with that that you mm -hmm. can just make it better if, yeah. if it does exist already and so good for you thank you for pointing that out to check 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 and you know also you can um you can find something and make it better and you know make it more functional because things change so quickly mm -hmm. absolutely now, I have to ask you, what is the best lesson that you've learned in business that you either picked up from a mentor or along your own journey who makes you who you are today, Mary? Well, um, my best mentor was Mr. Ron Sidman, um, and he's the Juvenile Product Manufacturers Association um, coach. They call, you know, he's the JPMA uh, university coach. That's what they call it. Um, and he owned a, pro a company called The First Years um, and sold it, I think, in 2004 or 5. He is, uh, has been giving me some really good advice. And the best thing that I think that he gave me was because I have a patented product, uh, I don't discount, you know, I'm not discounting just to sell it. 
because you have to make money. And um, even though I don't sell tons and tons of cuddle cloth, I am still profitable in when I make the sales. Now, that also means I'm not I'm not profitable from all the monies that I have spent with patenting and trade shows and so on. But the product itself, I have I am profitable. Um, so that's a big thing. And one of the other things that um, um, I he told me is to have a set of criteria like. Um, my instance is bathing, um, using as a bath aid or bathing products. And I won't vary from that. I'm not going to go into like children's food or anything like that. It's always going to be pretty much a, a towel product. Um, and I have improved and, and I have many, many products and ideas still <laughs> about cuddle cloth. I have cuddle tote, cuddle pet. Um, different things that will keep me forever in this line. And I think it's good. And also, the, you know, not just the, the, the line, but the, the, like I have quality product. It's a, it's a quality. And, um, and it, who you are as a person, too, is very important. Like your, your, uh, the, the, your company, you have to stay true to yourself, be honest, and give more than um, what's expected of you. I, I appreciate that very much to stay true to yourself and to, mm-hmm. to not diverge from what you are starting. I, I love that you pointed mm-hmm. out that you know, you're, then, you're, yeah. st- you're sticking true to that. Right. And I'm trying to. And then also because <laughs> I have a patent doesn't really people think you're rich, whatever. It's not true. Um, but there are people who will try to separate you from money or try to get money from you because they try to flatter you and try to make you feel like you've got this major, um, I don't mean to sound cynical, but this major uh, idea, and oh my God, we're going to make tons, you're going to make, you know, I'm going to help you and you just, you know, oh, you can you can spend, you know, $10,000 on this advertising television, whatever. It's like, uh, no, thank you. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous how, how many people come out of the woodwork. And I know you know this, um, and they just want you to give them money and they say they're going to do what they make all these promises. Well, I was very fortunate in being skeptical and just, um, my tech tactic is just to wait them out because they'll just go away, you know, just kind of stall. And that's helped me a lot. I, you know, I've seen a lot of um, people of being that. taken advantage of. It's, it's really yes. unfortunate when that comes to that point. And good for you for having that discernment to thank you and to to hold off and to say no. And, yes. You know, and you know, flattery can look very tempting and shiny. And and then they say, oh, for the low cost of ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Yes, so it's important to be wise. It's so true. And to not have to say yes to every shiny object. Right. And you also have to have a product that, you know, just because you like something, think it's cool, and, oh, I invented something, that's not it. It's not about that. It's about you have a real need. And um, somebody said something about mommy brain because a lot of times when you have a child, you start thinking of ways to protect that child and, and your mind is just different because I guess 
maybe experiences are different. I don't know. But um, you basically have to uh, fill a need. And then you have to know, see if it works, because you can think something, but if you don't actually make it and try it out and have other people try it out, how, you, how do you know? It's just an idea. Um, and then you have to make sure that it's affordable, because if you make something, it takes forever, and it costs so much money, then how are you going to mass produce it, or how are you going to get it out there where people can afford it? Um, it's, it's a real trick. No, I like those steps that you mentioned, you know, make sure that whatever you're creating is not just because it's cool that you're creating something, but that it fills a need. Mm -hmm. You got to test it, make sure it's affordable. And because you want to make sure it's going to be profitable, you want to actually make money. Mm -hmm. So these are definitely great points, Mary. Thank you for pointing those out. Because, you know, when our listeners are thinking, okay, well, I have this great product idea. Now they can check these points and say, well, is it just a great idea because it's cool to invent something? Or is it actually solving a problem and fulfilling a need? And making sure, I love that you said to test it to make sure that it actually works. And then to make sure you can afford it to make it profitable. Mm -hmm. And so I have to ask you then what... uh, what is your secret to success? So being an easy daisy, the easy daisy mom and, and all about routines and schedules and, and good habits, what would you say are your personal two or three habits that you do that helps keep success in your business that you could share with our listeners today? Well, um, I think that if I think of someone else, uh, as such as the customer, like I have to, I feel accountable. So I have to do it because even though I don't want to, I have to do it because I need to, they gave me money. I have to, I have to definitely make sure that this is uh, above and beyond what they want. Um, And then I want to make sure that they're happy, which is a good follow-up. I I have to admit, I'm not great at follow-up with stores or so on, but my customer, you know, the people, um, the individuals that I do know, I always ask. Um, and um, I think the perseverance, again, is huge. And also, you have to know who you're, who you're selling to. Um, well, like cuddle cloth, it's a product that mom uses to bathe her baby. But my, I'm finding that my customers are the gift givers because baby showers um and what do you give what's unique everybody tells me they love giving cuddle cloth because no one else has done that it's like it's unique it's practical and it's beautiful and that's mostly what I find I have grandparents who buy I have um other moms and even men who buy cuddle cloth I have um one man in uh, Broward County he he Oh, since the very beginning, I made 700 cuddle cloths and sold them myself before I went um, overseas. And he was there during that time, and he used to buy them for his clients who were having children. He's a financial guy. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. So if if our listeners wanted to know where they could buy them, can they buy them from your website? And where else could they buy them? They could buy them from my website, and um, I have them on Amazon in the United States. Um, Amazon, um, cut a cloth on Amazon, 
you can have them personalized on my website, but you can't on the Amazon. Fabulous. Personalizing. Mm -hmm. Wow. And some stores. I, um, I have a few stores in Canada, but not your part of Canada. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Good thing about Amazon and websites. Will uh, you ship to Canada? Um, it's pretty expensive. So I will, but it, um, you know, I don't have it. You'd have to, you know, they'd have to contact me, email me first. Um, Cuddlecloth at Gmail. I will for your viewers. And what is wonderful is uh, a lot of people actually have U.S. mailboxes that they go and pick up from too. So mm -hmm. there's always a solution. When someone wants something, they'll find a way. Yes. Yes, they will. In fact, I do have um, many people who do. They find me um, through various ways. And I do ask, where do you, how do you know about me? Mm -hmm. Mary, you are lovely and you, I'm sure, have inspired every single person who has listened today. So thank you, Mary, for joining mm -hmm. us and being on Elaine's Kitchen Table, uh, where we talk about the business of real life. And I just appreciate you and your, your kind, kind heart. So thank you, Mary, for joining us today. Oh, bless you. And thank you so much, Elaine. I've really enjoyed that. And I'm, I'm so excited that I got to talk to you um, because I've known you through that uh, mom inventor group for so long that it's so exciting to actually get to have an uh, interaction with you. Well, I'm honored. So Mary, thank you, and I, I look forward to connecting with you again. So thank okay. you so much. Okay, thank you.